For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I so I get into my song uh, so much <laughs> that I forget my camera every time. Uh, that may be one of my favorite intros is the is the music with that one. All right, so hey, this is Andy over the Andy Falco show coming show coming to you from seven o'clock. <laughs> I swear, I just had a half a beer so far. Right, just have a beer. Let me try this again. Hello, welcome to the Andy Falco show coming to you live from Brea, California at seven o'clock in the evening Pacific Standard Time. And we're going to be talking about every everybody's favorite subject, and that's um, Donald Trump winning California. And uh, I know, I know, I know many of you uh, that are even those of you the Republicans do not think that that is possible. How could that be? Well, in 2016, how is it possible that he won the presidency, even though I told you everybody that would listen that he was going to win, and everybody thought I was crazy then. And so here I am now. Uh, it potentially, I don't think this is crazier. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm not even feel, I don't even feel like I'm going out on a limb. I think it's a, I think it's a given for me. I believe it's just, I, I, I don't know how he can't, uh, but if he doesn't, he, it's going to be very, very close. All right. <clears throat> and so, and that is in a blue, the, the bluest of blue states, right? Uh, all of the, uh, the movie stars and singers who hate his guts, all of the media that hates his guts is either in Los Angeles and LA and San Francisco and San, uh, uh, Sacramento or uh, New York, right? That, that, that's where the, the hatred uh, for this man is. And I kind of love it. It's really one of my favorite things. And so, hey, Nabucco, nice to see you from Japan. Love to see you on. Mario, nice to see you. Uh, and so I know uh, that uh, that this can be troubling and tough for some of you to, to even fathom that it's even possible that he can win in California. Well, I'm telling you, that he's going to win. Uh, and there is a, a few reasons. I'm going to bring probably not all of them to you, but I'm going to bring many of the um, the reasons why I believe that it's going to happen and it will it will be true that he's going to win. Uh, I'm going to get to this list behind me, which I think I fixed most of the misspelled words. I also um, saw somebody said, you misspelled believe. And I go, I know, I always misspell believe because you know what? I've been using, I was using another app for like two years, maybe three years. I can't remember how long, called Be Live. And I my fingers because i typed be live so often because the uh the affiliate code uh, that i gave out was with a branded url and i typed out be live be live be live constantly and now i cannot type out belief 
<laughs> so it's one of those things. Uh, and even my computer doesn't even fix it anymore. Did you notice when you have something, when you have something that's very close, maybe you change your, the spelling of your name likely, uh, uh, you know, most likely you just change like a letter or something like that. Like my daughter doesn't spell Courtney Courtney anymore. She spells it K-O-R-T-N-I-I. So now when I spell K-O-R-T-N-I-I, it doesn't tell me it's misspelled any longer. It just says, uh, well, I realize you're a goofball. And so uh, you're supposed to be spelling it C-O-U-R-T-N-E. Why? Uh, but uh, but now it just it says, forget it. I've given up on you. <laughs> you can't spell. But your phone and your computer just give up on you. So it doesn't even tell me when I misspell believe anymore. Uh, and so that was kind of funny. People go, it's believe. And everybody like as a cow, especially, you know, what's more, uh, what's even more amazing. And this is going to be part of my point later on is that when um, the left, the liberals uh, don't have an argument, it always goes to some type of attack. Like uh, I misspelled something on a Twitter post one time when I was like retreating and like re retweeting and I put something on there and I misspelled the word. The, the, the libs that, that hated what I wrote, you can't even spell. <laughs> and I go, I know, so what? That doesn't change the fact that I'm right. I am correct and I'm gonna be correct about this. All right, so let's first get to this list that I put up. And I was kind of just looking at the things uh, that um, when I talk to liberals, my, including my oldest daughter, you know, she's been a liberal and she lives with a bunch of liberals and we get together often and we'll have chats and discussions while we're either playing a game or something like that. And they are, they are Bernie, liberals, not just Biden liberal. I mean, they're Bernie liberals, which is crazy, right? I mean, the, the lunatics. So um, when I, when I begin to talk about them and I say, I go, okay, then, then you are for illegal immigration, right? And they said, I'm for immigration. People should be able to immigrate. No, no, no. Listen to me. Listen to my words. <laughs> I said, you are for illegal immigrants coming through correct that is what your stance is and i'm not and i'm not talking about legal because my my one of my business partners his name is aldo he's a legal immigrant and i love him and this, he brings his family back and forth across the border he has no problems they don't end up in doggy cages and doggy kennels none of that ever happens to them they come in and out of our country all the time <laughs> they never they never wind up in a cage that has never happened to them and he brings like his little girl and they never get separated and none of that happens and they said, well, that he's just the anomaly. It, uh, immigrants come over and they get thrown. No, I, I want to make sure that you understand what illegal means. It's, it's illegally coming across. They're sneaking across. They either have some other criminal activity that they've been um, uh, you know, uh, uh, guilty of in, in our country uh, or in another country, like they're, they're homicide suspects or they're robbery suspects or drug uh, dealers. They're people that uh, you know put um, uh, baggies of heroin in the baby's diaper, which they're trying to come across the border. And, and so now what happens is, is that this, uh, this person, this guy or this girl who has a baby with heroin in their diaper, um, then you're saying that it's okay that they simply remove the heroin out of the diaper and then give the baby back to this person who may or may not even be related to the baby and there should be allowed to come across the border and enter the United States. Well, no, no, that I go, that's what illegal immigrant means. <laughs> I go, well, they're putting baby. And so then they go to the attack, right? Well, Trump's an asshole. Trump's uh, evil. Trump's a, a, a bigot. Trump's a, a, okay, no, 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 you can't. That's not, I want to find out what you think about it. See, I'm only on the first subject. And so this is kind of where we start. And then in the end, it always, um, uh, you know, it turns into be, it's all about, you know, that he uh, had a girlfriend named Stormy Daniels. I go, oh, 
Okay. <laughs> so what? All right. So then what? Okay. So then you're for losing businesses in the state of California, right? As long as we have a democratic um, um, uh, leadership, you know, uh, Gavin Newsom, um, what's his, the, the, the moron in LA, forgot his name all of a sudden. Uh, the Blasio, not the Blasio, he's in New York. What's the guy's name in New York? What's, what's LA's uh, mayor? <laughs> I, I just always call him Dimwit. So I always forget his name. I call these people. Um, so you're okay that we lose businesses, right? Elon Musk almost pulled out Tesla out of the state of California. Many other country or, uh, companies have, have left California because of the democratic rule. You're okay that we're left with no big business, right? Yeah, big business is evil. Okay, so you're okay with it, right? You're okay that we don't have any big businesses here. We don't have like Ford, Hollywood, right? Hollywood's going to other states because there's less regulation, there's less fees, there's less taxes. So you're okay with Hollywood exporting all of their uh, production to other states, no longer being in California, all right? You're okay with that. You're okay with big companies leaving California and going somewhere else. Yes, because corp corporate, uh, the corporate uh, is evil, you know, uh, oh, okay. All right. So then let's go to homelessness. So homelessness is okay. You you are happy that our homelessness is increasing by 100% uh you know by the month. So you have San Francisco just in the last couple of months during COVID-19 has increased by 300%. You're okay that we have 300% more homeless in the city of San Francisco crapping on the sidewalks and pissing on the sidewalks and uh, that when they get arrested for petty theft that they don't they don't get arrested right when they violate petty theft when they commit uh, uh, purse snatches when they uh, when they go into a store and steal stuff that the store has no recourse uh, and cannot arrest them and they are no longer taken to jail you're okay with that and so we begin to go down this list right we begin to, if you want democrat rule in california and you want uh, uh, this to be a blue state these have to be the things this isn't i'm not making this stuff up that you can open any newspaper you can see uh, what gavin newsom is doing sanctuary cities right you heard of that that's real right sanctuary cities means that illegal aliens can come in and they are immune from arrest and we will hide them from law enforcement. That's what sanctuary city means. That is for real what's happening here in California. So California is a, has many sanctuary communities, uh, which is illegal. I mean, we, we're losing business. Homelessness is increasing a hundredfold monthly. Uh, they're giving away drugs and, and um, uh, alcohol and free room and board in some of the nicest hotels in San Francisco to increase the homelessness, right? Uh, so we, more homeless in, in, in our state is from out of state, is from out of the area. So that I just wanna make, and so I'm only in four of these things and you're okay that they're releasing criminals, right? You're okay that rapists get released, right? Do you know, do you know anybody that got, that got raped? Which I'll ask one of the girls. So you know, oh yeah, I know somebody. You're okay that that person that raped your friend, you're okay that they're, they can now be released. That's okay with you because they just released 3,000 prisoners uh, who have been convicted of, of many different crimes that they're released in the community. That's, that's where, and then they, but Trump is an asshole. <laughs> You're a lemming. That's why my name is Lemming because I get called a lemming because I, I see Eric Garcetti. Thank you. Man, I could not think of his name. Um, thank you, Mario. I really appreciate that. And so uh, I, as we go down this list, it, it, it almost, there's no argument there's no like, okay, well then let's do this instead. There's not, it's always that it ends up turning out, well, um, uh, Donald Trump is a, a homophobe. Okay, what does that have to do with all of this? All right, so we have higher taxes, right? They always wanna increase our taxes. That is a mandatory, if you're a liberal Democrat, that you have to raise taxes. They, it, it's just, it's a given, right? It's, it's, it's mandatory that 
um, we, they raise your taxes. You're okay that you work 40 hours a week and you get paid a certain amount and more of that is taken and put into the state. Do you see where your, your taxes are going? Do you see the roads changing on your way to, um, to work? Do you see uh, the potholes and the messed up streets and the, the weeds that are growing in the, in the, in the, in the center median? Do you see um, uh, much improvement on the bridges that are falling apart? Do you see any of that with all your higher taxes? Right? Is any of that <laughs> is any of that helping you? And the answer is well, no. But Trump is a uh, okay. Um, poor schools. Instead of putting the money in the lottery and all these other things into the schools, they're not helping the schools. What they're doing is they're putting the money into the tra train to nowhere. So you want this train that nobody's ever going to ride on that they've spent billions of dollars on so far that doesn't even exist yet. You're okay that they're doing that. Uh, we're bankrupt, right? They want to be bankrupt. They they're thinking, hey, we have to go get because they can't with the higher taxes and the higher gas prices and here in California, they still don't have enough money and we're still gonna file for bankruptcy most likely. And then I talked about the release prisoners. So that's okay. But let's just say, let's just say that we're to look at the Republican side of things here in California and we can have uh, tax cuts because that's one of the first things that Trump did uh, when he became president was began to cut trap taxes. <gasps> How can he cut taxes that we need our, our free stuff? <laughs> don't cut taxes. He doesn't believe in sanctuary cities. Oh yes, because sanctuary cities are bliss. It makes our towns and cities much better if we have sanctuary cities. It's a much better place with sanctuary cities. Okay. Um, um, you know, we want the law enforcement enforce laws, right? You're not for enforcing laws. You want our laws to just be erased. Yes, because laws are evil. Okay. Uh, and then infrastructure improve, border laws, and, and, and we want to be business friendly. We want to reduce the regulations. So here, here we have these things here. So again, if you want to, if you're for toxic California, which is crap in the streets and urination in the streets and homelessness increasing a hundredfold monthly. If you're if you're for lawlessness and releasing of prisoners, if you're if you're for the train to nowhere, which is a, a, a purely Democrat uh, a project that's never going to get done ever, uh, and you're for all you know being bankrupt, high taxes, poor schools, all kind of stuff, you have to be for that stuff. And in the past, and this is now getting to the point why I think Donald Trump is going to be. Uh, elected is that most of these young uh, people that I talk to, younger than me, barely younger, but younger than me, um, when I talk to them and point these things out, I don't know that they're for that. What they're what they're for is being against Donald Trump, right? It's it's so hard to vote for this stuff, and it's you know what? It's even harder to vote for something that you hate. Negativity, as we learned on, on my son and I watched this show called Hundred Humans," and yesterday uh, they were doing this thing about when you see improvement on a task when you're training something. Somebody improve when you are negative to them, or do they improve when you are positive to them? And this is, goes way back. And in the way that I train people and their dogs, whether it was law enforcement or, or, or people, most of the time. I was encouraging. Wow, you just took one more step than you did yesterday, which is fantastic. As opposed to saying, what an idiot that you couldn't take that one step, right? There's two ways of looking at that and teaching that. You can, you can, you can teach a child by smacking them on the face and saying, why did you do that? Why, did, why are you so stupid you couldn't add two plus two? Do you think they're going to improve on their math? They're going to get better. They're not you know, improve, that's two of the same thing. Are they going to improve on their mouth or are they going to do worse? In most cases, they, they tend to do worse. They, there's not a lot of improvement with negative reinforcement. We, we learn that in dog training. We learn that in human training, that kind of stuff. Uh, and so we could also do this. It's harder to be motivated to vote for something you really, truly don't believe in and you don't really like. And you, and the only reason you're going to do it is because you hate somebody else. You see, there's a lot of negatives there, a lot of negatives. And just in human behavior, it's much harder to motivate a lot of people 
There's somebody that are so passionately hateful and hate Donald Trump so badly that they will be motivated to do something. Like you, they'll be in, in motivated to impeach him. They'll be in, <laughs> motivated to um, uh, you know pay millions of dollars to create a steel dossier to um, uh, to uh, create a a uh, a story that he's a Russian uh, operative, a Russian spy, and it, you, they have a lot of motivation because they hate him so much. So we have this this hatred that becomes so strong. Most voters don't have that much hatred. They just have enough hatred that they say that he's an asshole, a jerk, you know, whatever, uh, a womanizer, all the things that they, they say about him. Uh, but it's hard to get people, the average person, the average 20 year old, 30 year old to get out of their house to go vote for somebody that they've been trained to hate as opposed to that they really hate. They've been trained to hate him. They really don't necessarily believe in all this stuff but they will spout it out, right? They'll say, oh, he's a, he's a homophobe. Oh, he's a, um, a racist. Oh, he's all this stuff. Um, but when you're, when you're talking about getting out the vote, now uh, uh, Republicans have learned to love uh, Trump. I, I've, I've loved him from the beginning, um, but, but there's a lot of Republicans that didn't like him in the beginning, right? Remember back in 2016, there wasn't a lot of people that were really motivated. Let's go vote out for Trump. People hate me. Because I even if I even say his name, uh, people hate me and they're not going to like me. And if I can't say that I'm going to vote for. And so there was a lot of trepidation as to go out and leave your house and and to get you know get your Republican card and then go vote for him. You're hoping that nobody see saw you. But the reason lately that I decided, you know what, I really now believe is because that is starting to become less and less. It is not it is not as prevalent as it was before. Uh, to not say that to say that you to say nothing about being for Trump because you were so afraid of the retaliation. I see more and more people now wearing, um, you know, shirts and hats, you know, for Trump 2020. I see people more, more people posting about it than I ever have before. And we're seeing this increase, right? And so one of the things, one of the reasons that I think he's going to get uh, elected uh, and, and not only get elected, but he's also going to win California is because back in 2016, I, I would say nearly half the party, I think it, in some cases got up to 60% in some of the polls. Again, po don't pay attention to the polls. Polls are just kind of like, eh, I look at it, but they're, they're, they're rarely, uh, you know, accurate. Um, whenever anybody polls me, whenever I've been polled, I usually, I usually vote for somebody in the, in the democratic party because I like throwing it off. It kind of entertains me. Uh, but I also, I'm voting for the person I want Trump to go against, right? I've never voted in a poll for Trump ever. It's always been either for Bernie or for, uh, what's her other name? Warren. Elizabeth Warren. I, I really wanted to see Trump go against one of those two because I thought it would have been way more entertaining. He was going to win. He'll win on either, whoever they have. Um, he's more likely to win with Biden because I'm going to share with that in just a minute why. But um, but back to 2016, there was a larger number of Republicans, many Republicans who didn't like him, right? They hated him. And they were you know, willing to vote for the third person. And maybe even some of them voted for Hillary because they didn't like uh, uh, President Trump. But many of those people now, many um, uh, people in the media, uh, many people on Fox News and everybody goes, oh, you watch Fox News. Uh, well, yeah, because I want to hear the truth. I don't want to hear you know, this other crap, which is it's just silliness. Uh, and so but there are many uh, reporters, many people who still in the Fox News, I know that you know the liberals don't watch it, but there's many of them that aren't really quite sold on him yet and, and still, but I think they'll vote for him now and they wouldn't have voted him. They didn't vote for him in 2016. I can guarantee that. There's a couple um, people that are on Fox News that that's, um, uh, actively say um, uh, that they didn't vote for him in 2016, but they are in 2020. And, and again, I know that's a, just a small amount of people, but you can see that happening with a lot of other people. I, 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 I'm gonna get back to my daughter. I don't know if she's coming in here.
I, I think now, based on everything that we've talked about and everything I've shared and statistics, I, I, statistics that I showed her and some other stuff, I think even my liberal daughter is going to vote for Trump in 2020 because I've explained to her why it's important that he needs to win. I, I, all my kids. Uh, and I know I've been told that I am a... Um, uh, an abusive father because I, I teach my children uh, conservative uh, viewpoints. I take my children to church. We believe in God and um, we have guns. We go out shooting. Uh, I teach them how to shoot safely. Uh, and I know that people have shared uh, their thoughts about that and said that I'm teaching my children to be racist. I'm teaching my children to be homophobes and I'm teaching my children to do all these things. Um, no, I, I don't believe that. I believe that we enjoy life. We enjoy things that are going on and they're, they're learning truth. And they're uh, learning about honesty and they're learning about um, uh, the, the Constitution, the way that it should be um, uh, understood and, um, and, and used uh, to make our country great. That is what I do. And so they, they sit here and watch me do this stuff. They, they sit here and watch me watch what I watch and I, and I relay some information. There's Republicans that I don't like, right? I'm not a big fan of a couple of people right now. They're, they're irritating my crack uh, because they're not doing what they should be doing. Um, and so you got all this stuff here. So uh, that. So um, Back to the thing about the Republicans, the large number of Republicans that didn't vote for Trump and still won. So you had, at that time, you had Hillary Clinton and the DNC paid for a, a the Steele dossier, which is completely a made-up story. Uh, and that, that you had that working against Trump leading into the election, right? That was all, you know, according to the media, was all true. Uh, Hillary was all true. Everybody that was in that was in their world. It was true. Most people knew that it wasn't true, um, but they wanted to believe that there was some spy that knew the truth and that Trump and all the people that work for him were all, um, uh, you know, Russian spies. Right. But most people knew that. Was. So you have most of the Republican Party that didn't really like him. You had the Steele dossier that they were trying to say that he was a, 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 a Russian operative. You had the news media against him saying there's no way in, the, in a million uh, you know, in a million years, he's going to win. You had most of celebrities uh, said, there's no way that you can let him win here. We're not going to let him win. And they had all these campaigns wording against them, right? So you had way more stuff going on, including Republicans that didn't like him. And he still won in 2016. It is not the same today. It is entirely different, right? They even were able to win some red uh, areas of Orange County, turn them blue. There was a lot of other stuff going back, uh, going through 2016, 17, 18, that uh, was, it's way different than it is now. Now, I know there's many people that don't believe that because they still watch CNN and MSNBC and, uh, uh, you know, the New York Times and the Washington Post, and they want to believe that everything that they're being told is true. When it, we, with all by now, we all know that it's not true. We all know now, based on emails, um, congressional uh, investigations, another thing, the documents are being released and shown that now you can see that it was all made up. It was uh, paid for by Hillary and the DNC to create this, this dossier that is, we don't even think uh, as far, we, uh, you know, investigators, law enforcement, do not believe even still even wrote it. Uh, there's uh, other people right now that there's a thought that somebody else wrote this thing, all right? So I just want you to look at where we were in 2016 and the fact that even then he still won, which is the reason why that now today that we, you have so many people that are just still cannot let go because they go, how was it possible that we made up a bunch of crap, we um, uh, we impeached him, 
We uh, paid for, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars to have this made up story. President Obama was even uh, using the FBI, the DOJ and the CIA to spy on him and everybody in his cabinet that was coming in prior to them actually being in the White House. And then after them being in the White House, Obama was leading it. Right. We know that now because of all the new documents that have come out. Even with all that, he still won. <laughs> which is the, the best. It makes me even more happy because I knew at the time that, uh, and I've shared, right? I've shared it and I've been blown up for, for, for saying it years ago. And now I'm just so happy that I've been right the entire time. That now with everything that's coming out, everything that's being released, that uh, especially uh, uh, Adam Schiff, what a, what a weasel, a, just a weasel person. I, I, I have more. I, see, it, it's I can't really be myself because there's other words I would use because my kids, all my children are here, or five of them are here. Um, but also, I have all you, and I don't. And I there's certain words that I, I just try not to use on these podcasts. But what a weasel, right? We just know Adam Adam Schiff is just the, the most lying, weaselly, slimy piece of poop. Thank you, Courtney. <laughs> On the planet and he just lied through everything and that he knew everything they all knew obama knew the steel dossier wasn't real hillary obviously knew it was real because she paid for it and, and helped uh, create it um these whistleblowers that are non-existent nobody knows who they are they're hiding fbi agents that were involved in inter uh, interviewing um uh general flynn uh they can't we can't find those guys because nobody wants to talk to them you have all you got people writing emails themselves hey we're going to do this by the book as a police officer 21 years i never emailed myself and say hey i want to make sure that andy that you're doing a good job and you're doing it right <laughs> i never do that i never did that once all right so we got that we got what's, what was happening in 2016 it's entirely different now um uh, i have uh, you know a couple of graphics here i just want to show you so if you don't believe me you have uh, msnbc MSNBC in, in February uh, shows that Republicans are in these 80. I've seen 95% and I've seen as low as 75 and 60%. Either way, that is far more people uh, in the Republican Party who are now for President Trump. Where again, back then in 2016, it was somewhere in the 40s and 50s. You would see some polls that were in 60s and stuff like that. But just overall, um, we have a significant difference coming into 2020. And I think as, as soon as we get over this COVID-19, it will get back into those 95%. And so you have a lot, you have a much larger number of Republicans. And uh, I, I shared with you not too long. Here's another one. This is just recently in uh, Massachusetts uh, when he was going against Bill Weld. And it's at 83% for Donald Trump in Massachusetts. And these are just a couple. I just I, did, I could bring up like 50 of them. And um, But those are the ones that are just showing you where we're at and it's slightly different. And everybody, and again, I use MSNBC because if I would have used Fox, it would have said, you're a Fox operative and you only believe everything you hear from Fox. Well, that's why I used MSNBC. <laughs> so I could show you. That was their graphic, not mine. Uh, and then I don't know what this other one is. Uh, Weber. I don't know who the W. Burr is, uh, whatever that is. It doesn't matter. Uh, it's still uh, sharing, uh, showing the same thing. All right, uh, let's come uh, now to. Oh, oh, I didn't put. I got to put my lemming back up. That's my nickname. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna own that. Uh, as a matter of fact. All right. So um, I, I believe it, uh, that if you've and I, and I've heard this uh, brought out a couple times that when you ask most Democrats about how they feel about Biden, it's there's nobody that's passionate about Biden. Like you've, you've never seen anybody that's like going, oh, I love him. He is, God, he's amazing. 
right? He, the guy is incredible. He's always been incredible. No, he's always been a liar. He's been he's been uh, caught several times plagiarizing speeches. Uh, I know they're going to say, well, what about Mrs. Trump? You know, I don't. She wasn't president, <laughs> number one, and she could barely speak English. All right, and she's an immigrant. Oh, I'm so sorry. She wasn't held in a in a in a cage with children. Um, but um, you had uh, nobody. Nobody's passionate about Biden. Nobody. Not even the DNC is passionate about Biden. Nobody is. Now, I may have somebody that will comment here, comment here in a little bit and say, I am passionate about Biden. If I were to put them on a lie detector, you know, they they would not be passionate about Biden. Nobody's passionate about Biden. Nobody. Right. What they're passionate about is beating Trump. That's all you hear them say. We got to find somebody that can beat Donald Trump. It's never we have the best candidate that is just better than Donald Trump. That he's just way he's so much better because he has so many be much better ideas. Um, he would have done so much better in all these other situations. Um, he's uh, never been accused of uh, sexual. Oh, I'm sorry, Biden. <laughs> a couple times. Um, Creepy Joe has been seen smelling uh, uh, little girls' hairs and holding them in really odd ways and talking about how children like to rub the, his legs. Um, so he's a little bit creepy, right? So you have all that. So you, you can't use this other crap. Uh, against Trump and not also use it against Biden. You can't use Me Too against uh, you know the, the a Supreme Court judge, but then not use it against Biden, who his accuser has way more um, uh, uh, not proof necessarily, but hey, has more going for her and her um, accusations than any of the other ones um, for the Supreme Court justice. Right? There was not there was not one. That had anything, right? She couldn't remember the one, only one they had that didn't later on and later on come in and say, uh, "You know what? I was lying. I, I made it all up." Um, but the one that still kind of is hanging on, she still doesn't know when it happened, where it happened, and has nobody to support that she ever even said anything about it. Not one person. But at least the one for Biden, uh, she has people that said, "Yeah, she told me about it." Her ex-husband, who probably hates her, says that, "Yeah, she did tell me about that." And so when you when you start looking at where is the passion. Does the, the to get out and vote and, and do what you need to do and remember to do it and, and really be solid on it? I, I really believe in most cases you have to have this passion for the person, not passion for the thing that you hate. Right. Again, I go back to this thing that they're they're passionate about hating Trump, but nobody's passionate about Biden and how fantastic he will be for a president. Nobody believes that. Now you're going to have people say, well, the polls say I told you don't believe the polls. Right. They believe the polls in 2016. <laughs> Everybody did. The media, everybody that I talked to, everybody polls. Everybody believed the polls said that Hillary was going to win. I told you Hillary, Hillary was going to lose. Um, and they said, well, the polls say, I said, I know, but he, she's still lose because the same reason. Nobody liked Hillary. Even Hillary doesn't like Hillary. Even Bill doesn't like Hillary. And I doubt that their daughter likes Hillary. <laughs> there's, there's nobody likes Hillary. I, I, maybe Hillary might like herself. I don't know. I have a feeling that nobody, that she doesn't even like herself. Um, and so that's, again, you have this problem. You're going to have the same problem with Biden as you did with Hillary, uh, Democratic voters, is that nobody likes him and cares for him and is passionate about him. You're going to have a few people lie and say that they, well, he's, he's, he's alive. We think. <laughs> he could breathe. <laughs> What I love about people is that, it, you know, Donald Trump for the last uh, four months or so, whatever it is, he's, he speaks for an hour to two hours at a time, almost on a daily basis. And every so often he will say something that just, got, oh, hey, you maybe should have said that. <laughs> or he'll get confused and switch a word or something like that. And then people will say, well, he said to inject dog urine. Uh, he never said that. He never said to inject bleach. He never said to inject uh, Lysol or drink it. He never said any of those things. But they, they have to find a way to say something he said and really 
say, oh, he, he believes in um, uh, disinfecting blood. Well, you can disinfect blood, by the way, but he, but you have to twist it so that it, and, and, and lie about it, kind of like uh, Schiff lied about what he said on the phone call for the impeachment. He, they completely made it up, right? It was the, none of the words that Schiff used in uh, the hearing were actually what Donald Trump said, because that's what you have to do. Even when Donald Trump says something that's kind of, uh, you know, kind of iffy, but you you got Biden who only speaks for five to 15 minutes, maybe 30 minutes at a time, once a month. <laughs> and he can't get, he can't get 10 minutes. He can't get 10 seconds into saying something and he gets it wrong. Right. He says that 85,000, whatever it was, 85,000 people lost their job lost their jobs and 2 million people lost their life to COVID-19, which is completely wrong. Right. It's completely bogus, but you don't have to make anything up. He did say it. We have a recording of it and you can write it out there. We just kind of laugh at it. It's okay to be uh, old uh, and to not get things right, but not, and not also be the president of the United States. You don't have to pick this stuff up. So that's my uh, point. I have, I have so many points and I'm just going to get to a more because I've already been on for 30 minutes and I know I really would be better at putting these things a little bit shorter. My assistant to that she doesn't like watching this stuff because I'm, uh, Never. Uh, <laughs> okay. Trump is not afraid. Uh, yeah. Trump is not afraid of taking questions from haters uh, and for hours daily. Biden is doing few interviews and only with liberal media. He, he's, and he still messes up. So that was the other point with that thing. So you never hear Biden uh, being interviewed by Hannity, for instance, or being interviewed by Tucker or being interviewed by um, uh, Charlie. What's his name? I forgot his name. Um, or uh, anybody, right? Anybody that has an opposing, like that will begin to challenge him and what he's saying and say, did you just say 85 people are jobless and millions of people are dead? Um, and then and actually get him to, you know, to explain himself. He never gets interviewed by anybody. Donald Trump has, you know, he gets pissed off on a couple people and says, I'm going to kick you out, but then they end up coming back. But there's always CNN, there's always MSNBC, there's always New York Times, there's always Washington Post, there's always all these opposing uh, lunatics that are questioning him and say, why aren't you wearing a mask? Why is it there more testing? He goes, Wait, there's there's testing. What are you talking about? There's more testing in our in the, our little United States than there is across the world. What do you, what do you say, right? And so you have Trump who has no problem standing in front of people that hate him and and taking questions. You'll you'll never see Biden. Probably never see him because he's gonna take he's gonna ride this COVID nineteen all the way to November and say it's too unsafe for me to go out. You got the DNC that is hiding him and saying it's too unsafe. For him to go out, Donald Trump should be wearing a mask and not going out. Because, but we're keeping Biden in the basement. We're not letting him out and letting people that oppose him actually question him. Why? Because he can't answer questions of people that love him uh, and want him to win. All right. Um, Elon Musk, I talked about that. You got a guy. If you can turn Elon, I don't even know if he's ever been Democrat. But if you could say that Elon Musk is, is suing California uh, for their, uh, uh, you know, their shutdown of the state of California. Yeah, Elon Musk, who's threatening to leave California, a very vocal guy who's out there, who is very popular uh, with, uh, you know, the, the green people um, with his electric car saying this is BS. Um, you know, the uh, it's the tyranny here in California. We You have a problem, Houston, in California. Uh, and you have uh, the one person, what was it, Joan? It's um, uh, Ariana Grande's mom uh, saying that she's going to protest and never buy a Tesla again. That's that's what you got. <laughs> OK. All right. And I got like five or six more. Um, layoffs uh first they're gonna lay off so so here in california you have uh gavin newsom and the democrats saying we're gonna lay off first responders we're not gonna be able to pay uh, uh firefighters and law enforcement and we're gonna lay off all these people but what we're gonna do 
So we're going to lay off them. But what we're going to do is we're going to give free money to illegal aliens and we're going to give free stuff to the criminals that we're releasing from the prisons. Okay. <laughs> that I don't even think plays to the liberals, right? And when you begin to tell them about this stuff, they, they either go into denial. That's not happening. Well, no, here's the article, right? Here's the article. I'll show you the article here. You know, this is what this says right here <laughs> that he said on this day, there's a transcript of his speech where he said, we're going to lay off law enforcement, firefighters, but uh, we're going to make sure that uh, we keep all of our sanctuary cities. We still we want to make sure that illegal aliens have money uh, and uh, we're going to release prisoners. And when on their release, we're going to give them free stuff. And then uh, homeless people, we're going to give them narcotics. We're going to give them beer and we're going to give them a place to stay. And we're going to give a stipend so they can have some money for food. But we're going to lay off law enforcement and firefighters. It, you know, at some point it, it begins to all catch up with them and that stuff is going to begin to go away. All right. So I'm, I've, I think I've laid out uh, enough of those things uh, to share with you the reasons. And I got like five or six more. If I continue on, I, it'll end up going on for well over an hour. Um, maybe I'll come back and do a part two uh, because that's just part one. These are just some of the, the things that I think are very easy for most people to recognize. These are true. Both these sides are true. I think I saw somebody who said, come on now, you're, you're, you're crazy. Um, I recommend Judge Janine's book, Liars, Leakers. And Le yeah, it's a good book. You're right. Um, I think Biden will get swapped out. Yeah, I don't think he's going to last. I, I don't know how he can last, but I hope he does. I hope they bring in Bernie. I really like to see Bernie and Trump on the same stage. I think that would be awesome. Get me some Biden. Biden for Senate. Let's. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. I thought I saw some other stuff on here. Uh, have a suit, David. Uh, it's great for a drive. Oh, man. Let's see what Lisa's had to say. Whom training had to uh, chuckle, agree with uh, what you're saying. My kids are telling me it's in the colleges. They've, uh, they've all been attacked for asking simple questions that are not what the teachers disagree. It's not what the teachers disagree with. It's uh, crazy. LA pre-COVID was at approximately 27% homelessness. Uh, could you imagine after what it will be uh, Orange County and San Diego too? Yeah, they're, it's, it's bad. San Francisco, 300% growth in homelessness. Uh, since COVID-19 started. Um, a lot of people don't like him, but they know a majority of what he's doing is in the best interest of the country. Thank you. And he's the only one in a few decades, if ever, who has been as po as honest as a politician. Oh my God. He, th that's one of the problems, right? They're not used to a politician being as honest as he is and it's driving them crazy <laughs> because they would, they would much rather, uh, they're much more comfortable and much more used to politicians lying. And it's become this thing. You know, as long as I was a kid, back out of the, you know, Tricky Dick, and uh, Kennedy and, you know, they were, they were much more comfortable not ever really being the truth and the media kind of letting them get, get away with it, right? They, they only fed out, you know, certain kinds of things. They didn't, you would never back in Kennedy's day hear a, a, a reporter, you know, say, be so rude as they are to Trump in any of these questions. It would never happen. Um, but what's happening is that he's so honest that it kind of makes them a little bit crazy. And, uh, and he, he speaks and he says how he feels. They asked him about if he's taking hydroxychloroquine and, and he said yes. Um, and they, they and, and I think many, Obama, if he was taking, he probably wouldn't have said anything because he knew it would have set off a little bit of a firestorm. But Trump goes, I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I tell you the truth, everything that I tell you. And that yet the, the most important you know, uh, point is that he lies all the time. <laughs> that is the biggest funny, that's the most, that's the most hilarious thing that I, I, I hear said is that he lies. 
the problem is, is that he does. <laughs> I kind of wish that he would. I kind of wish that he would lie a little bit more and say, you know, stuff that's in, and not tell the truth so often uh, because it seems to cause us uh, a little bit of problem. Now, you're a great father and you give them the facts. Thank you. Uh, that's uh, somebody from Twitter. I appreciate um, whoever Monarch69 is on Twitter. Uh, April sharing this. Thank you so much. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I've got to be. I knew there was one on there. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. This is all true. Gilbert, this is all true. Right? You're either for illegal immigration or you're for legal immigration. It, it, that's the way it is. Right? We either want legal immigrants coming into our country that have gone through the system the way that they're supposed to be go, uh, you know, supposed to go through it, filing the proper documents, coming through and being brought in. Or you're for illegal immigrants, some of them being criminals, but not all of them. Some of them may be escaping and, and wanting sanctuary, but there's a, a way to go through sanctuary, right? There's a way to go through um, uh, and, and say, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm in danger in my country. There's a way to do that, right? And, and when we're talking about law enforcement, and again, I only have to remind my, again, my assistant says, I hate it when you tell, give your, your credentials. Well, the, the problem with not giving my credentials is if I say that, Kids aren't in cages. Kids, uh, you know, you know, families aren't being separated in the way that you think they're being separated. None of that stuff is happening on the border. You would just simply say, well, you're a liar or you don't know. No, I, my job uh, is an expert witness in federal court cases involving the border. <laughs> so and I've done it for years. I've, many of my cases have to do with illegal immigration and legal immigration. And I am an expert witness on the side of the suspects. I'm I'm on the side of the illegal immigrants. Like looking at the make sure that everything went the way it was supposed to and then pointing out when something has been done wrong. That is my job. And so <laughs> to say that I um, uh, uh, don't know what I'm talking about is ludicrous because that is my job. And none of those things are happening on the border. Right. Uh, and I, I tell you, when children are being separated by the adult that they are with, again, that's not always their parent. I ask people. And I think I've even brought up this to my daughter, Courtney, is that you have somebody who's illegally transporting heroin in the car with children, sometimes in their diaper. Yes, we have seen it in their diaper quite often. That is a really popular place to put balloons of heroin, uh, packages of uh, methamphetamine in bags uh, and not only in their diaper, but also in the diaper box themselves and, and reseal it um, in their uh, milk bottles. Um, in, um, uh, in the car. So what are we to do with a felonious suspect coming across the border with children and they're carrying hundreds of thousands of pounds of methamphetamine, methamphetamine which, or fentanyl, which is killing thousands of people here in the United States. What are, are we to let them go and say, you know what? You have a child, you know, Take the child and welcome to the United States. <laughs> really? Is that what we're supposed to do? That's the thing I laugh about. Well, they're separating their, their parents from the child. I, I've separated hundreds of parents from their children. That was, that was my job for years as a law enforcement officer. I, I arrest somebody for robbery, right? They'd rob a bank. I'd go to their house. We'd kick the door open. We'd throw in a flashbang. And then we'd go arrest the guy who just robbed a bank, Bank of America. And we'd leave his family in the house and we take him to jail. We'd separate the felonious bank robber from his home where his children and his wife are. And we put him in jail. We separated them all the time in a car stop with a, with a drunk driver who's driving drunk with their children in the car, 
we didn't let them go because they had children in the car. We would hook them up and take their child to Orangewood home where they would go, not in a cage, but in Orangewood home and they would be separated. Uh, I'm not quite sure what people don't understand when it comes to enforcing laws of the United States of America, that when you have a criminal who has a child, there's nothing we can do. They made the decision to do this with their child in the car. They made the decision to transport narcotics with the, with the, uh, the heroin in their diapers. They made the choice, not us. The other part of it is what I told you before is quite often the adult that's with that child is not even a, re a relative. They've paid for that child to use as a stooge to help them get across the border. What are we supposed to do with them? If you have somebody that paid for a child so they get across the border and, and reduce their chance of being arrested, what are we supposed to do with them when they get caught? Uh, nobody ever has an answer, right? When you ask them about that, okay, what do you want me to do with them? Uh, or what do you want us to do with them, law enforcement to do with them? There, there's never an answer of what we're supposed to do with those types of people. Those are the people that are being separated from their, their children for Pete's sake. All right. So sorry. Then we'll go five, 50, and know, I, you know what? That's a good one too. I should probably put that up too. <laughs> Trouble. And it's another person from Twitter. Thank you very much. I, I love having viewers from Twitter. That's awesome. My, my audience on Twitter is getting larger and larger. All right. Um, there's another couple of good ones on here. I want, there's not enough people like Gilbert who are willing to say that I'm, I must be kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. I'm totally serious. Now, let's see what this says. I don't even know what it says. My dad has been here for over 35 years. He was illegal for maybe two years because his work was expired uh, and he'd uh, renewed uh, it two times. But he came here legally uh, and of his own accord and he has always paid his taxes uh, from his paychecks and he didn't take a job anyone else uh, would have been willing to do. He didn't bring anything with him, uh, but a week's worth of clothes and thousands in 1980, which is fantastic, right? It's fantastic. That, that's what we, you could be, you know, I have guys that have been legal, illegal for a little while. Then they go and they, they, they submit their paperwork, but there was a little bit of a chance there, right? He, he probably admit that he took a chance there for a little while that if I get caught, I know that I'm going back and you kind of go, okay, I made a mistake. It's kind of like when I roll through a red light, right? I, I, and I, I, probably do it more often than I should, but <laughs> roll through a red light. Sorry about that. You roll through a red light and you take your chances. I didn't get caught. I didn't get pulled over. And that's kind of this thing with illegal, legal aliens. They come over legally and then they overstay, right? Their, uh, their documentation. And they know this, this is no secret. It's not like, Oh, what? I didn't know. They know Ill, illegal aliens who come across with proper documentation know when that time is up. I'm telling you, I've, I've worked with lots of them. I've owned a security company where we had legal aliens who would tell me, hey, I'm getting really close to my time. I'm going to have to bail out of here. Um, uh, or can you write me a letter to stay? If you write me a letter that you need me here because you can't find anybody else that has my skill, then they'll allow me to stay. And we go through this all the time. You gotta, you, you gotta, you're, you're, you're fooling yourself uh, if you think that these folks don't know that... Um, uh, they, 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 they get shocked to find out that they're suddenly illegal. None of that stuff is happening either. All right. Um, and so, and, and it, it, again, it, there's, there's ways of handling this stuff, uh, that needs to be, uh, you know, considered, but they're not, you know, they're not, uh, going to grabbing children's off of women's breasts that are feeding, uh, and throwing them into a cage. I'm telling you, it's not happening. Um, because there's way too many things. I'm fine with you coming into this country. Just do it the right way. Exactly. Um, uh, just on, on one note there that I was got, I was just going to say, what the heck was that? Oh, shoot. Uh, I just read your thing and I, it completely went out of my head. Dang it. I just lost it. All right. I'm just going to go through a couple more of these and I'm going to get it. Preach it. Thank you. Eric Garcetti. Yeah, what a dip. 
What a moron. You know what? The one thing, uh, and I'm going to leave with this one last one. The one thing, the great thing that Donald Trump has done since he's coming in, regardless if you think he's a sleazeball, regardless if you think that uh, he slept with too many women, he was a multimillionaire, single guy who, uh, you know, listen, um, it, it was just, he was a, he was a guy, right? He was a, he was a, not a guy. What's the word I'm looking for? A, uh, uh, you know, a slick guy, you know, hey, ew, ew, you know, was a New Yorker and, huh? You know, a guy that's kind of like, uh, you know, not a hey. Yay, oh, yay, and you know, he had money, right? Yeah, but we, we all like it when rock stars are with one woman or another and they invite women back. Right? Everybody loves that, right? <laughs> Everybody loves it when women take it up. But oh, Trump, can you believe back in you know 20 years ago that uh, no, I can believe it? He had tons of money, uh, and a lot of stuff happened. But now, hey, you know, what is he doing now? Uh, what he did back then, he was a rich guy living in New York, um, Studio 51, all that stuff was going on, building houses, all kinds of stuff. Hey, all right. Maybe it was a sleazeball, but I'm telling you, he's doing a great job right now. So my point is what, what he's done is that he can't be bought, right? He's, he's working for free. Uh, look, Nancy Pelosi worked for free, but she doesn't. She still takes a paycheck. All these people still pay, take paychecks, um, but he's working for free. He donates his money um, and he doesn't lie. He tells, he tells, uh, you know, the, the truth, the best he can. Sometimes I think he gets in a little bit trouble because he's trying to skirt around some stuff is because he's trying to, he's trying not to say stuff that's going to get him into trouble. And when he does that, I think that's what gets him into trouble. But he's he's showing how incompetent many of the politicians are in our government, most of them being liberals. They're incompetent. They don't know what they're doing. And I'm just going to bring up uh, Cuomo, uh, the, the, the uh, governor of, um, of New York, who he's now saying, well, it's because of Trump that I put the old people with COVID-19 in the nursing home. It's because of his regulations. And I love how they love to do that, right? I love how, how about, how about having common sense? You had a, a, a floating hospital sent to your port, right? With empty beds. And you had 70, 80, 90 year old people with COVID-19 and you didn't have the common sense to put them in a, in a, in a floating hospital that's been retrofitted for COVID-19 patients, knowing that it was virtually empty. But instead, you, Governor Cuomo, made the choice, well, Trump wants me to put them back in the nursing homes. So I'm going to put COVID-19 patients in with a bunch of 90-year-old people who have heart problems and are on, uh, you know, tons of drugs and have diabetes and had just recently had their leg cut off because of uh, you know, whatever's going on with him. R really? That, that's your argument? That is, like, you didn't have the common sense to say, hey, uh, Trump, there's, we have a little problem with the, if there is, I don't even think there is. So let's say he, he goes, he's not smart enough. Like he's not intelligent enough to say, hey, I see a little problem here that we don't have quite worked out in the CDC guidelines that says that we are supposed to do this one thing. And again, I, it does not say that I, as far as I know, I've tried to look uh, before I came on live, but I can't find it. But you're telling me that this guy that you've entrusted in a, a, an entire state, the state of California, again, a, a, arguably one of the most important states in our country, Los Angeles and New York, um, Atlanta and Chicago, for whatever reason, they've become these huge cities that have a lot of uh, corporate, you know, power and money and um, entertainment, um, you know, uh, uh, production companies, all these things. It, arguably, New York being one of the most important states in our country, you have a guy that's in charge of this country, right, who could not make the independent decision to think it probably is it, knowing what we knew. We knew this back early on. We knew this early on that the most vulnerable, vulnerable people were elderly, especially elderly that had pre-existing issues 
like diabetes, heart problems, uh, respiratory problems, right? We all knew that. Everybody, I knew that here in Brea, California. And I'm not even governor of the state of, the state of, of New York. But he couldn't say, this, this may not be the best idea to put people that we know have COVID-19 into a bunch of nursing homes. Like, it, it's Trump's fault that you didn't have the common sense and the, and the thought process to think we probably shouldn't do that. Knowing that you had empty beds on a, on a boat that, uh, that Donald Trump sent to you for that very purpose, right? So my, my point again of bringing that is that what Donald Trump is doing is, is exposing the morons that we have currently in our government, again, mostly liberals that have been in power for 30, 40, 50 years, right? And they just haven't had the sense to die yet or get or, or get out and retire and do something else, right? That's, that's what he's exposing. He's exposing that, man, we have a lot of really stupid, incompetent people and they cannot handle it and it's driving them crazy. And so that's what's, what we're gonna be coming to as we come into November uh, 2020, is that all that is going to be exposed. We're getting a lot of it exposed right now. We're gonna come out of COVID-19, the governors that are still shutting down their cities. Like I said, I would hope the New York stays uh, shut down and I would hope that LA uh, stays shut down and um, San Francisco, uh, who else is shut down right now? Uh, Chicago, um, keep those cities shut down. We don't need them anyway. We'll build um, uh, empires in other states, Texas, um, Orange County, San Diego, well, San Diego still having problems with the homeless. Uh, Florida, why not Florida? What, what the governor did over there the, yesterday in his speech, taking like you guys are all idiots, the, 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 the media's idiots, was fantastic. That was one of the best speeches I've ever heard. And as we move forward, we have a few months left to for all this stuff to come out, and more idiots are going to be exposed uh, because um, uh, they're going to continue to try to keep their states closed and their, and their, and their cities closed. And um, it's just going to blow up on them. The, everything blows up on them because they're too stupid. Everything blew up on Obama and it's doing it right now. He's going to go down as one of the worst presidents, most corrupt presidents in our uh, in our country's history. And uh, that's going to hurt him more than him going to jail. I know there's a lot of people who want him to go to jail, but I, I, believe, I, I agree with uh, Dan Bongino and that he's probably not going to go to jail. But the one thing that's going to hurt him worse than going to jail is that his legacy is ruined. And he's going down as one of the most corrupt presidents uh, ever in our history. And so I will leave it at that. So I, I'm glad that all of you joined. I got a lot of kudos there and stuff like that. Uh, I was looking for looking for a few more crazy lunatics that would say um, that I'm a lemming and that I have no idea what I'm talking about. The only thing I brought to you is facts. So you can't argue about that. Um, you can say that none of that is true, but you usually don't have anything to come back to say um, what the truth is <laughs> because you can't combat the truth with the truth. All right. So that's it. Uh, thanks for watching. I hope that uh, this gave you at least what you thought I was going to get. And I hope that I was um, at least clear enough as many of the points as I possibly could uh, to make sure you understood where I was coming from. I think Donald Trump will take California. Uh, if he takes California, then uh, if there's a good chance he can take all 50 states. All right. That's it. We'll talk to you later. Take care. Bye. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.